All right, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the fuck buddies? What the fuck nicks? What the fuckinots? What's happening? I'm Mark Marin. This is my podcast, WTF. Welcome to it. I can't imagine it's your first time here. I can't imagine that. But if it is, uh, hi, just hang out, sit with the rest of the people, wherever uh, it is that they are. You just hang out with them. Hang out, you know, feel at home, relax, grab something to eat, do your job, do your exercise, uh, drive to work, take the train to work, uh, be on an airplane, uh, be, uh, you know, uh, at home doing cooking, be doing your work in your shop, you know, your design work, your shoemaking work, your your, uh, uh, metal work. Just hang out with the rest of them if, if this is your first day. No reason to be shy. Welcome. Welcome to all the newcomers, as they say in the recovery racket. What is happening, folks? Everybody all right? Is everybody all right? Is everyone uh, on that weird uh, balance between uh, internalizing the decline of our republic uh, and uh, actually talking about it? Or have you been so beat up psychically by the decline of the republic on so many levels that there seems to be squeezing any little you know crack of hope out of you just being spackled with despotic garbage? Huh? Are all your cracks of hope spackled with despotic garbage, with despotic sludge, with authoritarian slime that hardens into cynical but uh, very not effective jokes? No, no. Notice my tone. I just want—that was an experiment in tone. I have Derek Waters on the show today, and uh, I like Derek. You might know him from Drunk Drunk History. He's uh, also an actor. Uh, sketch guy but he also has a, it was in a very uh, interesting episode of my show Marin I've always liked the guy I didn't really know the guy but I've always liked his work he seemed like a, a sort of a, a I don't know I I, I just always he was, he's like Rob Hubel like I, I knew him I knew he was around I liked him I'd worked with him but I didn't really know him but I always thought that he'd be fun to talk to and we had a great time uh, Bob Seeger is going to enjoy this conversation that's all I'm going to give you that's the only hint I'm going to give you is that uh, Bob Seeger will enjoy this conversation. By the way, I will be selling this house. It seems as that that is where I'm heading with this as of right now. So uh, I'm just putting that out there. There there are some people, myself included, on some days that think this is a somewhat of a historic location. Lots gone on here. Lots gone down in the garage. A lot of changes and emotional upheavals, both for good and bad, have gone on in the house and in the garage. Uh, but... Uh, I think it's going to happen. I think it's going to be available. So if those, if there's any, you know, really, you know, filthy rich people out there that just want to own a piece of history because they're huge fans of the show, uh, you know, you might have your shot. You might have your opportunity. And uh, by the way, I'm gonna, I'm getting the, uh, I'm getting the floors done right now. There's some staining going on. Hundred year old floors. One hundred year old floors looking clean as shit right now. Just raw. That stain hasn't gone down. It's so weird when I have people working on anything, you know, because I'm paying them to do it. Some part of me thinks I'm doing it myself. It's got nothing to do with the work, but it's sort of like, look what we're doing. I'm not doing anything, but appreciating true craftsmen at work. Stains going down today, getting the walls done, painted, uh, you know, getting new plaster here and there. Going to do some painting on the outside. I am going to make this place so nice that I'm going to want to move back in. That's what's going to happen. That's going to be the predicament. Oh, why didn't I do this while I was living here? Now look what it is. Look how nice it is. Maybe I should keep it. This will be my vacation home. 
or my work home. I could make this my office and workplace. I could. I could. Oh, man. See, now there's options. I closed the door on options. And now, all of a sudden, out of emotional connection, there's options. So, what else is happening? Do you want me to read some emails? I could read some emails. Uh, oh, yeah. You heard last week. This doesn't happen too often. Oh, no. This is another one. This, uh, this says, uh, subject line, uh, c- can we hold, please? Plane. Can we hold? Holding for the plane. Holding. Are we good? One more second. Okay. So uh, this subject line, cat scratch your couch. So when our cats scratch the couch, my husband says Mark Marin lets his cat scratch the couch as if it's all good. Thought you should know. We love WTF and cat guys are awesome. Shauna. Yes. I. Yes. Y- you know, it's not... It's not, it's not my first choice. You know what I mean? You never, you, you, there's always a, a little window of time when you have cats where you're like, I'm going to keep them off this stuff. I'm going to keep them off the furniture. I'm going to squirt them with water. I'm going to put this thing on it, whatever. You know, that goes on for as long as it takes for the cat to do it once. And then it goes, and then you're like, shit, what the fuck? And then he does it twice. And then you're like, ah, it's already a little fucked up. And then it's just, you just watch them destroy whatever furniture or rugs that you like. It takes time, and you you can live with it. I've lived with couches where literally the the arm of the couch is almost no longer there on the upholstery level, just gone. And people come over, they're like, fuck, man. And they're surprised as if the cat did that in two days. It takes a long time, and you just you adapt, man. You adapt to your fucking rug being all wadded up and balled up, sometimes stained. You adapt to your couch being just ripped to shreds on one side or both sides. You adapt to them destroying beautiful things relatively quickly. And some, for some reason, it's a sacrifice worth making. I don't know. At the new house, uh, I got a leather couch and I'm keeping them out of that room. But sometimes they get in there and I'm like, this is where it starts. This is where everything nice turns to fucking scratch pads. Just everything nice turns into scratching posts all over the house. Yeah, yeah, that was a nice couch. Yeah, that was a nice chair. Yeah, I love that rug when I got it. But now I guess it's theirs. The little fuckers. But you, you just, you deal with it. You deal with it. It just becomes, it becomes futile when you have cats. Futile to maintain anything uh, furniture-wise or rug-wise that you'd like. Another email. RX bar packaging. Hey, Mark, you mentioned you like the RX bar packaging on your last show. And I wanted to inform you that I am the designer who created it. That's all, man. Thanks for making my day. Your fan, Mike. See that? I didn't even know. I, what did I know? We didn't add for RX bar. And I do like the packaging. Mike, you did a fine job. Nice layout. Enjoyed it. Good work. So I've been watching some movies because I got the screeners. And I've got the... What day is today? Oh, shit. It's Thursday. So... Yeah, on Sunday, I'm going to the SAG Awards. And I'm trying, I I don't know if I can wear the exact same thing. I, I think I can. I'm not, it's not like everyone's photographing me waiting for me to, to show off designer merchandise. I'm not a woman in a new dress. I don't need a new dress. Every, I, maybe I won't wear the vest, but I might just wear the same thing entirely. Someone told me to get a black shirt and a black tie. This is not important stuff. Uh, so the SAG Awards are coming up. Uh, we're finishing up Glow. The last, this is the last week of shooting. Monday Monday is the last day of shooting for season two, and uh, it's been uh, it's been great. It's been fun. 
It's always sad when a production ends. It's like the end of camp. Although I was more of like, the, the the women on the show obviously were doing a lot more work together, training and wrestling and everything else. And I would come in occasionally and with my mustache and my bad attitude. So uh, I was more like a camp director. But but it is a it's a sad day. So yeah, I watched uh, what did I watch. Is it "Call Me by Your Name"? Is that the name of it? It's "Call Me by Your Name." Is that is, is that the exact title? Because I watched that. What a beautiful poetic movie, just a stunning movie. And I gotta say, uh, I think after watching it, I'm I'm probably four percent more gay than I was before. I think I hovered around you know eleven, twelve percent gay, and now I'm like sixteen, seventeen percent gay. And it's not, and it's gonna stick after watching that movie but yeah don't be afraid of it it's it's an opening it's not it's not not something scary you probably need to be a little more gay there's some dudes out there it could be a little more gay it would it would be uh you know it would, it would be nice you know sometimes you need a you need a little balance just see see what happens to you when you watch that movie and you know what exactly are your feelings around the peach scene no spoilers but uh let me know. Let me know how the peach scene works for you in um, in Call Me By Your Name. And the acting was tremendous on all parts. Really, seriously. Molly's Game. Look, I'm reviewing movies, I guess. If you like Aaron Sorkin, uh, and, and here's the thing, and I think I've talked about this before on the show with Aaron Sorkin, is that it's not how people talk, but it is very entertaining. And if it's acted properly, uh, it's great. Like the Steve Jobs movie, I loved it. I loved it because it was it was like you know uh, it was like Cary Grant and Catherine Hepburn you know it, there was a there was a pace to it uh, that was almost like forties and I've talked about this before there's a, a pace to the banter and an intelligence to the banter that uh, that is just very compelling and driving and there are moments the weaker moments of Aaron Sorkin scripts or in this movie which he directed is where you just all of a sudden you have that beat where you're like oh they people don't talk like this. And it's a it's a sad moment, and and there's only one in this movie, and it doesn't derail the movie. I enjoyed the movie, even though, you know, obviously it's a movie. But uh, but if you like that banter and you like the story, the story's a good story, and and Jessica Chastain is great, and Edris Elba is that his name? I can look it up. He's great too. Is that? I think I'd like to know. I'd like to think that I got that right. I'd like to think that that uh, that I, I said that right, and I'm gonna Google it on my phone. Edris Elba, yeah. Yeah, I think I got it right. So I can vouch for those two movies, both of them. Yeah, obviously, you know, one's a poetic sort of coming of age, coming out story. Uh, it takes place in Italy. It's a different pace. And the other one is about uh, a woman who uh, ran a gambling racket. And it's got an insanely uh, uh, compelling, uh, lyrical, uh, dialogue-driven pace. Very different films. Both very entertaining and good. So Derek Waters, I had a great time talking to him. The fifth season of Drunk History premieres next Tuesday, January 23rd on Comedy Central. This is me and Derek Waters uh, talking uh, primarily about Bob Seger in my recollection. You know, I've been with this woman i've been seeing for a few years how long have you been with her like three and a half okay you party of one well how wait yeah 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 
for a long time. For a long time? That's been a long party of one. Really? Yeah. Uh, um, is it a I, sad party, Derek? I mean, is it... My I mean, party, is it sad? No, I love this party. It's the only party I've ever known. Uh-huh. But, um... <laughs> it gets bigger and smaller, though, but it's still a party of one? It's still a party of one. Uh, I got out of some probably like four months ago. That was pretty... How long was that? Uh, like, uh, eight months. Uh-huh. I usually go, I do the six months to a year, a year and a half is the longest I've ever uh, really? been with someone. Yeah. What do you think that's about? I mean, do you question it? Are you like, what's wrong with me? Or like, this is just right? Oh, I don't think anything's wrong with me. <laughs> uh, no, you know, really? Mark, I don't know. I, my parents uh, have been married for like 45 years. Happily? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? I mean, you know. Yeah. Well, well. <laughs> This is a good story. I remember my therapist was the one that pointed out, like, oh, your parents don't sleep. You think that your mom and dad don't sleep in the same bed because your father snores. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, he has a snoring problem. She's like, she just, like, shook her head. Pissed <laughs> really? Off, like, She's like, you naive. No, they just don't sleep together. But anyway. A lot of people are doing that now, I hear. I hear that really? thing. Yeah, I hear, like, you know, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, I, do you snore? I don't think I snore badly. Yeah. I dated a woman for a while that snored badly. Who and, snores greatly? Well, I mean, they're, uh, well, no, that's right. I mean, the, uh, greatly in that, like, that is an uh, awesome, yeah, gra- greatly singing. disturbing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Greatly <laughs> annoying. But she snored really bad, and it, it's huh. it's bad because you kind of want to punch them in the head when they're sleeping, which yeah. is not a nice thing. So you don't do that. I mean, that's a little violent, and I'm sure. ashamed that I said it. Sure. But you try to nudge them, and but it it is there's an intensity to the nudge, like God damn it. Yeah, well, I've been on the receiving end of that, and my ex made me ha- get these. Well, it didn't you're make- a snore person. You snore, yeah, and oh. I got these nasal strips. Right. Did they work? Uh, yeah, they do. But when I did snore, I remember waking up. And just like feeling that nudge, Are you... <laughs> the elbow. Sorry, this is my place. <laughs> the fuck are you nudging me for? And that was the uh, that this was is... the last week of that relationship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I don't know. There's something about the nudge that it's just like I'm... I don't know. I don't know if I've woke up on the receiving end of that, but I've I've given some nudges. Yeah, yeah. It feels weird. It's like do if you love someone and that's how they're breathing are you saying you hate how they breathe well you're saying that like can we do something to help this can we do something to stop this maybe sure. you have sleep apnea. I, maybe I you're offer dying. earplugs oh you offer you I'm have, a sweet guy you have a drawer <laughs> for a full earplugs, of earplugs yeah hey honey yeah. just check the drawer <laughs> this might be a problem tonight might be turbulent <laughs> you got him a little machine yeah yeah I uh, yeah I have had really bad sleep problems I used to um well, I know. I have full conversations in my sleep. Really? So when anyone spends the night, they're always like, who the fuck were you talking to? I don't know what full that Full conversations? Is. Yeah, full conversations. Yeah. yeah. No. I, I wake myself up talking. Really? Yeah. Not screaming? That's I've my woken myself up. So really? Yeah. Screaming? You scream? Well, it's weird when you scream in a dream. That No matter what... It seems like no matter what emotion you're experiencing, mm-hmm. whether it's joy or terror, mm-hmm. uh, the sound you make out loud in the real world is always <laughs> and in the dream you're like <laughs> I don't know why it translates that way yeah I don't yeah. know either I've woken up like that I've gotten nudged for that and what what's your response what did she say well she goes you're having a nightmare and, and I'm like I, I don't remember my dreams that well do you I do yeah you do yeah what, I, do you have a like a, a reoccurring, reoccurring no never had a re- I did as a kid 
Really? Going what up the was stairs it? and somebody grabbing you. But that's like the classic. It's one of the classics. Closet, yeah. stairs. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Woods. Just somebody grabbing Something. you. Yeah. Yeah. But. Um, Where'd you grow up, man? Baltimore. Baltimore was your father With, in the. My dad. Um, politics? Uh, no, but I love imagining that. Because mm-hmm. my dad looks like a very cute Barney Rubble. Really? Um, he has a, his own. Uh, it's a tire. Um, Tire parts company. Tire parts? T- tire supplies. like Not tires. Everything to do with tires except for tires. Very Real specific. Weights, uh, wheels? Uh, uh, tire valves. No wheels. Weights and valves. Yeah. Weights and valves is, is a distributor. Uh, you know, I it's a family business that I never got into. Really? 1926, though. It's gone down three generations, and my brother, who's older, will luckily take over. But I used to work there. Is it, It's still a, a thriving business? Somehow, man. Yeah. Does he manufacture these valves and Distri- weights? He oh, distributes, he, yeah. He distributes valves and tire weights. Yeah. Do they still use tire weights? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Wheel weights. Wheel weights. The Wheel little weights. things that you find on the side of the highway, you're like, what the fuck is that? They're like made out of lead or something? Yeah. And they just tag on, they tack on to the- Yeah. I never knew what they did. Do you? No. Uh, they balance. They balance out the, the wheels, the, the, from the wheels. what I remember. Yeah. I just, yeah, I used to work in the warehouse shipping stuff and boxing stuff up, and I remember when I used to get uh, real depressed out here, I would call my brother, and he would Say just, what he's doing. Hey, what are you up to? He would just put the phone down, and he, uh, God bless him, like, he knew I hated what he did, and, yeah. and or I couldn't do it. But you liked him. And I love him, and but I would just listen to the t- the. Uh, boxes being like taped up and that was like the best motivation to be like all right it's not that bad here i'm gonna stay a little longer yeah oh god that's my alternative all right a couple more cold nights that was that was that was the only two things it was either show business or yeah exactly wheel weights or make people laugh but you worked at the place yeah yeah i I really haven't having a hard time picturing you because we've only really it seems like we've only come up, up with two items that they have there that and yeah. and you're it, it, there's a i'm not judging the business but i mean it sounds like that's all they have valves and tire, tire weights. well they got jacks anything to do uh, with tires and just not the tire or the just wheel so or the wheel or the tires but everyone will always need tires mark no i know that and and, and i and I think it's a great business, but doesn't it fascinate you? Hmm. Like, because I always wonder, it's like who 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 thinks to do that business? Was it your dad's dad, or was it your dad's da- da- uh, great grandfather? Your great grandfather got into the tire rack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, hmm. it was. Uh, I think it was originally just a rubber company, just selling different types of rubber that a, a thing of eventually then drifted off from tires either way it wasn't for me it's fa- yeah, it's <laughs> fascinating least. that i imagine as a person in high school who mm-hmm. was living the life you were living that maybe that would become fascinating to you at some point given that you did create drunk history that maybe you would one day in high school get fucked up and wonder about your great-grandfather's rubber business as as you know what got you to where you are but you just never it's it, there's a big blind spot with people and their families and what they do sometimes hmm. the people just they go to work and you work there and you don't fucking know really well wait what don't i know that that but this it seems very where, vague to where me it that started you, that, that your great your great grandfather was just doing different types of rubber for it seems fascinating to me this is the dawn of the automotive age yeah and like you know your grandfather had this great idea that's a great point that that you know, like everyone's gonna need rubber, everyone's gonna need tire parts because this car thing's gonna stick. Yeah, 
And he created a business that has legs, man. Generational legs. I know. Vision. Vision, Derek. What am I doing? I don't... I I, I, I got to get Ancestry.com. You, you got to get I, it. You got to figure it out. I got to talk to my father. I got to pick ask one of those. Just right, right. and, and then it'll be disappointing. It'll yeah. no doubt be disappointing because they don't know as much as you think that they should. But see, I've done that, Mark, where I go back and ask, like, oh, so why... Why did that happen as kids? Like, oh, your grandmother wanted to kill herself. I'm like, all right, well, I don't think I want to hear that story anymore. So I don't really want to. Get, there's certain things. There's a story there that. There, oh, that yeah. Your- oh, your grandmother tried to jump out of the car. Okay, cool. <laughs> Why was grandpa gone for a little while? Oh, he was in a He was addicted to cough syrup. Okay, cool. <laughs> That's it. I don't need to know. I don't want to go to 1926 if I'm just referencing the 70s here. I don't want to go to like before the depression. <laughs> you got enough. How, yeah. many, how many brothers yeah. and sisters just, are there? Just one brother. He's six years older. And he's got. And he's at the tire place. He's tire at the tire place. Company. He's married with two, two ki- uh, three kids. You have three yeah. uh, nieces and nephews? One niece and two nephews, yeah. And you're all close? You're Yeah, he's my best friend. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that we works talk out. All the time you do talk to my parents once a week. And, yeah. You do, yeah. But yeah. did you always do that, or just when you sort of got successful? Always, always. And I, I don't know. It, it, um, I, I remember first moving out here and always hearing stories of like, oh man, like, you know, you really can't be funny unless like you had like a fucked up childhood. And I was always in my head like, man, I really like my parents. Yeah. And I remember once talking to bob odenkirk and i was like bob is it like am i ever gonna be funny like so i like i liked my childhood you yeah, know and yeah. it's like derek just because you had a you just because you liked your childhood doesn't mean it was a good childhood <laughs> <laughs> that was the Odin, very good the That's odenkirk spin yeah yeah, the, like, yeah you're not seeing it how correctly. to make it negative <laughs> <laughs> but it was real but yeah i've been very close with my parents since yeah so you're smoking cigarettes at 16. <laughs> Sorry. You must have been a problematic. It seems like yeah, I'm just like I got. I was char- stressed. I got to characterize you as some troubled, drunken mess. I know, but I didn't drink for a very long time. But I, I, uh, I, I was sober all through high school. I liked cigarettes. Uh, I don't know why. I guess because who fucking doesn't in high school thinking that it's cool? You know. How old are you? Thirty-eight. Yeah, I'm 54. I would have thought by your generation that that shit would have passed. Yeah. But no, see, people still locked into the cigarettes at 15. You think that it, well, wait, you actually think people like my generation are done smoking? I think it's the next one. It's the one oh. after me. Oh, okay. That's like, you th- guys are still cautious. sort of like, yeah, uh, I can still do it. Yeah, we're still like rebels then, without a call. And the millennial. So you're not a millennial. You're older. Fuck that. It was easy, man. I'm not, I'm just, I'm, what's a, uh, there's a knife th- here. Yeah. Um, no, I, I don't know. I don't even know what a, I mean, I know what a millennial what, is. What are they born after 2000? I think so. I think they were, they don't. I always reference, I ask someone if they were dead or, or if, if, if they were alive when Kurt Cobain. Uh, died mm. and if someone says uh no what year was that 96 yeah were you upset about it yeah leveled bad I mean, day yeah i mean i i was i was young if it was 90 i think it was 94 i was 15 i remember it was just after john candy i remember john candy and kirk Cobain were right after each other yeah i was born in 79 79 yeah yeah 
and child of the 70s wow um yeah man but, but uh, yeah i don't know um what was the landscape like man because like i was born in 63 so like 73 i'm already 10 you know and shit is going down everywhere 73 everything's you know unleashed mm-hmm. everything's wild mm-hmm. 60s are over and now people are just acting like lunatics yeah without a purpose yeah it was attached to a purpose for a few years you yeah know, in the 60s and then in the 70s no purpose just good times and then disco happened and i witnessed all that like i was there derek in in high school when when disco was actively being killed and fought wow yeah disco sucks that was yeah that was my that was high school for me when punk rock came in and the knack did my sharona and everybody wore thin ties <laughs> things were changing yeah were yeah. you part of the disco demolition I don't know. Or, like I was sort of anti- towny rock guy, and yeah. you know, uh, you know, I had a, uh, some older dudes I knew at the college. You know, and they turned me on to you know more progressive weirdo music. Mm-hmm. So uh, the disco stuff never affected. You know, in junior high, I remember listening to AM radio, <laughs> but I don't remember specifically disco. I remember uh, David Bowie's Fame. Mm-hmm. I remember Shadow Dancing by Andy Gibb, who died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is like an episode you're showing. I'm not drunk. Exactly. I remember. Yeah, they, I, and then I remember Night Moves, Bob Seger. Bob Seger, sure, man. great. I yeah. lost my virginity to his greatest hits. You did? Yeah. How old was the girl? Well, I was a junior. So, so like, I guess like 16, 15. Are you both the same age, same class? Yeah. So you're both- I old? just like say 16 and hey. move on. <laughs> uh, yes, we were in the same, or she was a year older. I was held back. Um, so I was, I was always older than everyone in my class. So there, see now, now start. Here we go. Here we go. So they get real. (laughs) (laughs) So I got held back as a kid. Uh, Oh, what happened there? there? Mom, why did I get held back? Oh, I just thought it would be so cool if you were older than everyone in your class. So I held you and your brother back in preschool, which yeah. There was a, your mom did that. My mom did that. So yeah. it wasn't a disciplinary thing. Your mom just had this weird idea, supposedly. But I also had this very strange. I didn't hit five foot until I was maybe fifteen, and I got like tested for this thing, which uh, was at that time. Now I think it's evolved into something else. But it's called growth hormone deficiency. Oh, those are scary. That's and, scary when you got to go to the doctor when your parents are like, "Is he gonna whatever?" Yeah. Is this going to change? Right. And I remember them saying, you're only going to be 5'1", and um, that you'll be the same height as Michael J. Fox. And I kind of thought that was that cool. Was the, that was the positive. That's, they like, That's how they spun it? But it's it? like Michael J. Fox. So I'm like- The doctor well, told you that? Yeah, the doctor. She was, Trying to make you feel good. She shows me like a picture of, there's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, <laughs> and then there's Michael. And you. You're going to be, yeah, Michael J. Fox. But- uh, yeah, they're like, oh, it's a, a 2% chance that you'll get cancer. There's a 3% chance that you'll gain like 20 pounds. And I, um, I think my, fa- my father's father had just died of cancer. And they were like, we're not giving him any of these hormones. So um, so now you're what, 5? No, I'm like eight. 6, 12. Uh, no, I'm 5'6". Five, 5'6"? Six. Five, six. Yeah, 5'7". So you did all right? I did okay. Yeah. I did all right. I mean, I got <laughs> flat feet. <laughs> I my, could avoid the draft. <laughs> it's how my dad avoided Vietnam. How tall is he? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, he's, I'm taller than him. He's probably 5'3". Five, five, oh, really? So yeah. he's 5'3 and, and flat feet? Yeah. Oh. Should have written a song. <laughs> I, um, 
So this girl that you had sex with for the first time at 16 when you were five feet tall. Yeah. Boy, mm-hmm. uh, had she had sex before? Mm-hmm. Oh, so she knew what she was doing. Yeah, but you know, I, I you know, I, the losing my virginity to Bob Seger is a, a great story. But the reality is, like, I had sex before that. Yeah, and it was my parents. God bless them. Wait, were I was they there? allowed to bring girls. Yeah, up in my room, as long as I kept the door open. Oh, so I learned how to quiet fuck now. <laughs> um, but I remember the girl I lost my virginity to. I was this is real white trash. I think I was fourteen. And I remember taking a con- the condom and put. <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, we gotta take her home." And so we're driving her home, and I'm holding a because I was too. I'm still so scared of anything. Yeah, disease. Flush- oh yeah, but flushing a condom down the toilet, I was so petrified of like it'll stuff up the toilet. My pa- my parents, you know, I grew up in church. Like, you won't have sex until you get married. You right. Know? Which so- church? Uh, it was called and still is Hunt's uh, United Memorial. It's a um, Methodist. Methodist. Yes. Yes. Are they? They're. Are they? Are they hardcore? Mm-mm. No. no. I would say it's like the most laid back. Not as laid back as Unitarian, but no. Or the Lutherans. Maybe it goes or Unitarian. Atheists. Yeah. Well, they can be pretty yeah. uptight. I found. <laughs> no, they are actually. <laughs> <laughs> they love to tell you what they don't believe in. Uh, no, but so anyway, but I remember coming, uh, leaving the house with a Pepsi can with a condom inside of it, knowing like I had to figure out where to throw this Pepsi can away so my parents didn't know I had a so condom had, inside of it. Yeah, and as but you had sex with the girl at mm-hmm. your house with mm-hmm. the door open with your parents there, yeah. and they were you were, you were all driving the girl home, mm-hmm. and you were just, sitting there with a condom and a Pepsi can. Just my mom and me, yeah. Oh, just your mom and you and the girl and the girl. But dad was at, dad's at work trying to sell tire parts. Tire parts, weights, valves, <laughs> jacks, <laughs> Pepsi that he worked his ass off for. So yeah. then you and the girl just kind of smirking at each other or nervously. Yeah, yeah, I think that was. Do you remember what Bob Seger song was going? Because I can't the imagine. Whole, that was the greatest hits, and I remember it was weird when. Um, he covers a Chuck Berry song on that. Well, it was old. Yeah. I can't remember. C'est la vie, c'est la vie. folks, you really can't tell. I remember throwing a... This is cool that I really have always had safe sex. I threw a... We had sex with the Bob Seger album, and I threw a raspberry red condom that I'd just gotten from Spain on a field trip to Spain. And as a novelty item that you didn't think you were going like, to use, yeah, I was like, "Hey, we're in Spain. Let's get a red. You got to get a condom yeah. on a dispensary. This is cool, man. Yeah, uh, Bellissimo. <laughs> I know that's a time, <laughs> yeah. but uh, bueno. See, so but I threw a red raspberry um, condom out in a middle school parking lot, and it really still fucks me up thinking about like a kid coming to school the next day with like this condom. Yeah, we also would have this. Is, <laughs> have sex like in place like this church like um playground and i remember like cops would come to these parties and be like i'm so tired of finding condoms here you guys had to stop having sex really baltimore is real boring all you do is that's pretty good i I didn't really i didn't have i didn't really have i had sex when i was 17 but i would not call it a successful event well no yeah for one person and that was and never again with that same person no the one i lost my virginity to yeah. no 
No, I didn't get I didn't get good at it until college, really, and even then, not great. I it it took a long time for me to really get the hang of it. When do you know you're good at it? Uh, when you can, uh, when when you when you can honestly know that, like, are you good? And they're like, yep. And they're like, all right, then I'm going to go ahead and finish now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Giving receive. Yeah, withdrawal and uh, whatever yeah. you got. You know, yeah. what, you know. I I think that good is that you can, you know, you, it, it, it's. I think it's the gauge is how, when, how and when, how many times and how often or. Or when do you apologize? Hmm. You know, like it's it's based on the the apology spectrum. Like yeah. if you're like, oh god, sorry, that's not good. No, sorry during sex is never a good word. No, but sorry after sex is not, is is not great either. If you can limit the apologies, yeah, uh, because it, only if they're apologies out of insecurity. My bad. I mean, if you've done something. <laughs> that you should apologize for sure yeah you should probably go ahead and do that yeah yeah yeah. at at the time yes (laughs) yeah in the in the moment in the moment yeah 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 i know i've never apologized after sex oh that's good that's good that's good (laughs) self-esteem uh yeah i don't know what my go-to thing is afterwards i just think you move on or for me at least i got some old uh, bob seeker project records really yeah what is it lovable loser yeah, it's God one. damn. There were some big records, man. And you know, yeah, I I'm not ashamed to say that I liked it. Like Did somebody give you hell on liking Seeger? Maybe like when the risky business shit. I won't even think about that song. No, it was like uh like well Bob Seeger was such straight up, <clears throat> you know, American Towny Rock, you know, when he hit when that Night Moves record hit. Yeah. He'd been around for a while. Yeah. I think it was called Bob Seeger Project. There was like two or three of those records. Was it Bob Seeker Project? And then uh, and then he hit with the solo stuff. And then it just kept getting, it just kept happening. But like Night Moves, when that came on, if it was night outside and you were in a car, it's fucked up. Yeah. You're like, oh man, this is great. This is America, man. I know. Yeah. So, oh man, now I'm thinking about, uh, just you'll accompany me. All his songs you can picture. Like I don't yeah. even ever remember a Bob Seeker video, but we have like our own memories about like, seeing like those girls that like he made us like imagine well, and i yeah, remember well, driving out here with my pontiac grand am 96 not to brag and i called that fucking car the hollywood night oh yeah i know that's really cheesy but i was young that's but that's like that's actually a pretty good seeger song it's a great song yeah why can't i find the uh the early seegers like um well i thought it was called bob seeger project which one Bob Seger system, huh? The Bob Seger system, dude. I don't that know must... about the Bob Seger system. You don't? No. Yeah, no. That was the Bob Seger system. Mongrels, one of the records. Um, yeah, man. God, he was around for a long time, and he was like, uh, you know, it was like Detroit kind of shit. Yeah, without yeah, he's kid. Kid Rock loves Seger. Well, how can you not love Seger, really? Yeah, but I think Night Moves was the fucking that was that was monster. your favorite. Do you remember? Like, did you have a what? good memory for Night Moves? I just, I was sort of a heavy hearted kid. Yeah. So like any, uh, any sort of like kind of melancholy song, like looking back and it was looking back at something I don't think had happened for me yet. <laughs> you know, you know, like it, it, it's also like, it's like, uh, you know, like Dream On, you know, those songs mm-hmm. where Perfect. you're just sort of like, oh yeah, it's like, you know, heavy hearted yeah. teenage shit. Yeah, I know. The lines in my face are getting clear. Like, shut uh, up, you're fucking twelve. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Seeger was an important part, huh? Yeah, uh, yeah. Seeger, yeah. I love Seeger. I think, yeah. My parents loved 
My dad was in a band. Really? Yeah, he played drums for a band, and then now he plays for the church band. They don't have a name, but I call him God and Roses. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> he plays for the church band, so they're yeah, pretty he plays religious. Yeah, church band. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's how I grew up, and uh, yeah. Do you go to church now? I do every once in a while, yeah. Do you have a church? Uh, I don't have a church, church but, but you'll um, go? Yeah, I like church. I like being with people. I'm not, oh, I stopped going to like one certain place because, you know, you start doing stuff and you start, you know, everything's a business, no matter how you look at it. And I remember like being in a prayer group. <laughs> you remember and realizing being that? Like, <laughs> no, well, realizing like, okay, uh, do you have any prayers this week? Yeah, I would like to pray if I'm. I would just really like to get with uh, United Talent Agency. <laughs> like, wait, that's my agency. What? Wait, we're asking God for something that you're actually asking me yeah. to do for you? Like, that's, that's. And I remember a guy saying, like, hey, man, we should write a script together. And I was like, hey, just because we believe in the same thing doesn't mean I like you. <laughs> At a church? Yeah. You said that to the guy? Yeah, because it's like a business. Like, hey, man, let's write a script together. God bless you. I'll pray for I'll pray for our script. So anyway, I, I yeah, I've I still have faith and I like I like God. I like church, but uh I get scared of, you know. What? Um, um politics and like uh, getting too close into those worlds where it's like I think faith is your personal journey yeah. and that's up to you. It's like uh and don't throw it down someone else's thoughts. If like you got somewhere because of where you got, then just be thankful for that. You don't need to like say, "Well, this is what you need to do." Right. That's what I always got scared of. Is right. Like, Pro- proselytizing people and uh, yeah, missionaries. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's great that it worked for you, but that doesn't mean it works for everybody. Just, right. Yeah. Be be good. But you brought up you brought up in the church decent people. Mm-hmm. You go and there you see everybody there, mm-hmm. and it's like the families, the community. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, hey, Bob. Nice haircut. Yeah. How'd your interview go Monday? Great. <laughs> you like that? <clears throat> They're going to let me ship my boxes. I do like that. I like that idea. But then I think about it, and then if I liked that, I wouldn't have left Baltimore. Yeah. Because that's all you grow up with. It's just, uh, uh, God bless him, but it's a merry-go-round mm-hmm. of just the same song. Yeah, Bob Seger. Yeah. Bob Seger never yeah. stops Unfo- playing. Uh, yeah, the night moves. Unfortunately, yeah. the days don't. Yeah. But- <laughs> Yeah. Um, so you just sort of like birth, life, death, kind of, you know, like the, 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 you can see it all play out, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, for generations. And and you thought like, well, there's got to be more than that. There's got to be more than that. Hollywood. Hollywood. Hollywood yeah. Days. Yeah. Exactly. Hollywood days. You know, I remember, yeah, cranking that song and driving dreaming, across, <clears throat> driving across my brother and I, we rented uh, um, a U-Haul and towed my um, Pontiac granddam out here. your granddam you get that from your dad uh no i well i guess uh, my kind of half me half uh a grandmother's inheritance uh-huh oh but so it, you bought that car. it was a used 96 grandam but when did you decide so when you're you're going to high school mm-hmm. you're putting rubbers in soda cans <laughs> you're having sex at the, the church cigar- yeah smoking <clears throat> cigarettes yeah worried about your height uh a lot yeah. of things, but nothing yeah. too dramatic. It doesn't. Do you do any theater in co- in high school? Yeah, I did. Uh, like, f- yeah, I did musicals, and, but I wanted to be a baseball player. That was my dream, and um, I flat foot though. Flat footed, 
smoke cigs. Five, whatever. Yeah, five. You play? Did you play uh, high school ball? I tried to, and I didn't make the team, and so I started umpiring for Little League, which was the most depressing thing. Like, oh, I don't get to be on the team. Did you do that through I'll, the church? No, it sounds like community service, though. Yeah. Uh, no, I did it for like seven bucks an hour. <laughs> you were. Uh, I was getting paid as an umpire. Pee-wee Little League. Yeah, Pee-wee Little League, and the kids were bigger than me. It was really fucked up because a uh, man, there's scary people everywhere, but parents of sports kids are the scariest. They are, dude. They, I mean, that's their stock market. It, they're, not, they're not far from what we see as the cliche showbiz moms and dads here. Yeah. Is the parents of athletes yeah. are frightening. Yeah. And I remember them yelling at me and being very, very mean. But anyway, yeah, so I wanted to be a baseball player and then I didn't make it to high school. But I was making little movies with my friends in my neighborhood, and then I was like, "I'll." Uh, a dear friend told me to audition for Fiddler on the Roof. Yeah, you played Tevia? No, oh. uh, some background guy that they named Thom, I think, to be nice to me. Did you put a fake beard on and pay us and wear a yarmulke? Uh, no, I'll never wear a yarmulke skin. <laughs> uh, no, I think I wore a yarmulke. Yeah, and saying Anatevka. Yeah, and that was yeah. I loved it, but all my friends kind of made fun of me, but. I am, we did like you know they do the, like those um, uh, trailers. Do, well, yeah, yeah. classic. Um, but we did. Uh, uh, guys, pardon me, guys and dolls. Oh, you did. And I remember being really nervous. This was the first time I'm playing like a pretty big part. Harry the horse. Yeah. Not to brag, Harry the horse. I got the horse right here, and uh, you know I'm not someone that was like, oh, I'm real popular, but. I wasn't a jock. I wasn't a nerd. I was kind of in the middle. But this was the first time I'm being in front of a lot of people. They do those previews in front of the whole uh, school. And I remember being so excited and so nervous. And so we're singing and everyone's like laughing and like I, I like clapping when I come out. And they're, it just feels so good. And they can't <laughs> stop laughing. And I look down oh. and on my dick is one of those laser pen pointers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Someone was from the audience was yeah. <laughs> why these you? Are, why these you? are just the beginnings of why, depression. Why huh? were you? Why, why, why you? Why they sing you? Out? I know. I think it was on everyone. To oh. be fair, on okay. the guys and dolls genitalia okay. areas. Yeah. So there are several people out in the audience with lasers. Several. Pe- yeah, <laughs> the Baltimore. If you weren't fucking in a church, you had a laser pen pointing at people's dicks. <laughs> but I remember the kid like at apologized on the announcements, and he said like, "I'm a red light user, and I apologize like for doing this," and just kind of made a joke out of it. Yeah, and I hated it. Do you know the kid? Yeah, Facebook friends. I actually I wrote to him recently and said like, "I every time I see a red laser, I th- always think of you." You did not. I did. <laughs> I don't hold back. But your friend still. No, I'm not friends with him. <laughs> On Facebook, sure. Just so I can... Well, yeah. Do the, once a year, you do the laser? You like... Once a year, like, yeah, here's the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thinking about you, yeah. So you were singing? You did some singing? Singing, I did some singing. I was in a band in high you school. you did the old I, suit? Yeah, you I wore did, the old suit for I, the, the, the guys and dolls? Yeah. Is that Luck Be A Lady? That's Luck Be A Lady, That's Luck right? Be A Lady, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then there's the one... With... right here. Yeah. His name is Paul Revere. Yeah. Um... And so that's where it starts, right? That's where it starts. And then I, I got the lead in the next year, which <laughs> I was George Gibbs in our town. 
Finally, I get to be a lead in a play. Yeah. Uh, sorry, the auditorium is going through renovation. Uh, our town will take place in the cafeteria. Ah, <laughs> oh, really? We did in the cafeteria. Yeah, some town. Yeah, this is our town. Yeah, uh, not 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 Fuck great, huh? Night to those long tables. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. screeching tables. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, so then you, but you say you sang in a rock band too. I was in a band, yeah, in high school. That was just. Do you uh, play? Uh, I play guitar for fun, but I'm not good. I love, I love music. How long, did you play so, gigs? Um, yeah, we did like a middle school show. Nothing that got pay, us paid. What just songs? Stuff for did fun. you know a full set? Or we did a lot of covers and some did originals, any like "Rocking in the Free World." Uh, I don't think no, no Seeger. But like Fuck, I man. did like country. I was into Garth Brooks. I was really into Garth Brooks. Really? Yeah. Huh. I know. Like what song? Well, then was the river. It's all about like dreaming. Yeah. And uh, I, I was real cheesy. You went. You were into Garth Brooks. I was into Garth Brooks. I was what in, is this? High school? Yeah. Huh. Pearl Jam, they're still my favorite band. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You like Pearl Jam? I do. I have no problem with Pearl Jam. Thank you. I kind of, there was a big drop off for me though. I know they made a lot of records, but after v, v, you know, Versus. Versus, I was like, I'm out. That was it. You only gave them two albums. Well, I mean, I, I have some of their other records. I don't know any of the songs on them though. I think I have that Neil Young Mirrorball record and I have uh, like that. How are you going to top that first record? It's one of the best albums ever. I think so. The reason why I defend them, well, not even defend, you're not I have arguing. No problem. Is seeing them live is that they're the best live band I've ever seen. Never play the same set. They they write it like the day of. So they're. I don't know why bands don't do that more. Yeah, I guess good bands do. No, I think they're a real. They're just like a classic hard rock band. Not yeah. even hard rock, just a classic rock band. Yeah. Like when they first came out, I was like, all right, this is like the new Bad Company. Yeah, here we go. You thought Pearl Jam was a new bad company. God damn, I almost believed you. No, I did. Really? Yeah. I mean, they were obviously, they had a little more range in bad company, but I thought because Paul Rogers has, I think, one of the greatest voices ever. And and I just felt that the template for having a guy with a unique voice with great pipes that had, that really sounded like, you know, just him. Yeah. Uh, you know, Vetter doesn't sound like anybody else. Paul Rogers doesn't sound like anybody else. Yeah. And like, you know, Ready for Love, Can't Get Enough of Your Love, Seagull, You Fly Across the Horizon, <laughs> Give Me Silver, Blue and Gold, and then uh, Johnny Was a Schoolboy. Oh, it's I heard a great a song. song. Yeah. I mean, like, why not? Like, what, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not diminishing Pearl Jam. Yeah. It just was my impression when they first came out, but they transcended Bad Company. Okay, how, did, how has there been ever another band that do a song named their that's a band name? Bad Company that was that I their first deny. song. I mean, they could they had to come out of the gate with that. I don't know if that's on the first record. It must be. It has to be. Well, right? I know, like, um, uh, you know what their big song was? Bam, 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 bam. Will I take whatever, whatever I, I want? want? Yeah. And I want. Yeah, me. yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. And then what's the making love one? Feel like making. Yeah. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah. 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 A lot of hits, huh? His voice is great. <laughs> a lot of hits. Yeah. <laughs> So you get out of high school and you're going to be a star? How's yeah, it work? Yeah, well, I I want to. I was like, I want to be Al Pacino and Chris Farley. If I could combine those two, mm. I want to act and I want to be funny. Right. And anytime I acted, people would laugh 
and I think it was because I couldn't act. But yeah, I was like, oh. you were on my show. I thought you get you we did had a so good much job. Fun. Thank you. That's you were kind of nice menacing, of right? That was the menacing. You were kind of scary guy at yeah. the party. Yeah, my, my girlfriend's friend. That was so much fun. Yeah, it was freezing out. Kier O'Donnell. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Kier was great. It was a very like boys don't cry. Right. Exactly. Scene. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was creepy. Man. It was really creepy. That yeah. was fun. That was that was season one. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, so what happens? So you you tell your parents, Ma, Pa, I'm getting a Grand Am, and I'm yeah. gonna play Bob well, Seger all across this go, great country. I'm gonna go try this, and I wanted to do Second City, so I, I went to Chicago for like a couple of days, and I went to Toronto for a couple of days to try to feel out what the people were like. Just for two days? Yeah, to s- decide where to move. And yeah. so I decided Toronto because it was more, it felt more open to people that we're just starting out so i lived in toronto for six months really studying second city there yeah how was like that with the canadians 19. oh i loved it i loved it so much it's probably besides the reach recent purchase of my bike uh the best decision i've ever made. pedal bike or motorbike pedal bike oh i love it i hate working out but man i love that goddamn bike yeah you yeah. just bought one yeah i never had a bike yeah, and you know, do you drive it along that p- bike path near Tuolumne Lake? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. nice. Yeah, it's really fun. What yeah. kind of bike? Uh, it's like a mountain bike, so uh-huh. but it's like eight speeds, and I, I don't Did know. Did you buy it's it just... from Yelp reviews or recommendations? No, you I just... walked into a store. The one in Tuolumne, uh, the... NoHo uh, bike, I think it's uh-huh. called. And the guy just said, "This is what you he need." Goes, well, what would you like? And I said, "A bike." And yeah. I was like, "What fat tires, skinny tires?" I was like, "Fat tires." And then he's like, here, ride this one around. And I was like, oh, my God. I felt like a kid again. Yeah. I never had a bike. Because you don't want to ride a bike around certain parts here. Fucking, you're an idiot. When I see people, like, riding their bikes, A, either, like, at night. I have a light. But still, like, when it's nighttime, there's, you can walk. Yeah. You can do something. It's not. Drive a car, even. But people in the seat just like, oh, but I'm riding my bike, like. I don't know. That's the shit that that pisses me off. Like, are you riding your bike, or are you just trying to make us think feel yeah. bad that well, we're I just get a cons- car? I get concerned for people doing anything in a road where they're not protected with people texting and driving. It's I, petrifying. I just I I barely like walking on the sidewalk. Mark, what do you do? Because I've now honked. Now I d- I will not let. As soon as I see someone's head down, I just nail the. Yeah. Horn. No. Yeah. Right away. Yeah, because that is something that I don't know how. Like you see, all the technology evolving. That to me is going to kill us really soon. Sure. Yeah, it's one of the things. To, it's no not, one's I'm, paying it's, attention. It, yeah, it's not. It's not. It, there, there are a lot of things going on that might kill more people all at once. Sure. But, but slowly, the yeah, texting slowly, and the driving is going to yeah, pick everybody yeah. off somehow. Anyway. But all right, so we go back to uh, Toronto. Toronto. So you so you get into Second City. I well, I took classes, so I was just like learning and like doing stand-up and just you were trying yeah you did some stand-up yeah how'd that go i'm not doing it anymore <laughs> uh you know i like i like funny but i don't like having to be funny and i wasn't good when i came out here i was doing more open mics out here and i i liked I liked it just as a way of meeting people, but I don't think I was very good at it. But you came out like, so So you're in Toronto for six months. It's nice to be in Canada. It's relieving. It's so relieving. So many I like nice Toronto. people. Loonies, toonies, like the money is really cool. It's safe. I didn't have a car, so I walked everywhere. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a beautiful place. Yeah, I like, like it. So you're there for six months six and you're months. like, I'm going to Hollywood? 
I'm going to Hollywood. Um, well, did you make any connections? Did you meet any people? Are any of the people that you were in Toronto with here now? Uh, some, yeah, some like uh, some teachers are here now. Some performers, but yeah, I left. They like. Were you in a sketch group there? I wasn't. I I was in a sketch group out here. There, I was mostly just doing like comedy, sports, and cheesy stuff like that. Improv. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, it wasn't until years later I got into Ha Ha Fresh. Wow, that's like Baja Fresh. I get it. I wanted. I I wanted it to be called Bon Jokey. Yeah, because I hate improv names. I hate sketch group names. You were in Ha Ha Fresh. Yeah, thank you. But how do you get? How does it happen? So you Sorry, go that's, back. That's Los Angeles. I'm jumping you, ahead. Well, yeah, it's all yeah, right. Yeah, you yeah. go back. Do you go back home? I go back home, work for a little bit at the store. At the store, selling I, and valves, also cutting and grass. I was cutting grass. Uh, uh, well, did you, do you, whenever it sounds like you go back to Maryland and you go back in time. Yeah, you were cutting grass. Yeah, I did landscaping there. Yeah, by yourself. Or you work for a company. I work for a company. Oh, because yeah. you don't know how to do that stuff, right? No, I mean, kind of. Just mow. I remember that. I remember the guy. W- my neighbor told me when I first cut was mowing my front yard when I was a kid. I was just kind of randomly doing it, mm-hmm. and the guy next door was like, "You got to do rows. You got to cut in rows." You weren't doing it in rows. No, I don't know what I was doing. I was just kind of winging it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a profound moment. Yeah, you got sense. You, you got to do rows. Of course you do. Yeah. What yeah. was I fucking doing? No one taught me anything. <laughs> I don't know what my parents were doing. I was just out there with an electric mower. <laughs> doing circles and shit <laughs> randomly fucking mowing the lawn yeah yeah i got trained young because my grandparents had um like a 10 acre farm so i would cut that lawn and that was on a big tractor i had this is your your the guy my dad's dad the guy who, who gave your dad the business the uh, tire supply mm-hmm, business mm-hmm. His, they, have, they have animals they yeah we had um when i was little hmm. there was a lot but um, mostly just this twenty-nine-year-old uh, pony. I remember that being so confusing to me. So you think ponies become horses, but they don't. It's a twenty-nine-year-old pony. I never thought. I guess maybe I thought one time, but you really expected that pony. Well, when that, I was a kid. Oh, you just couldn't understand. Yeah, his name but you probably e- felt like you had something in common with it. I did. <laughs> Eon. Yeah, great. Yeah, Eon. Eon was his name. Yeah. And both of you were kind of stuck. We were very stuck. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Eon's with us anymore. I probably not. I think you could probably find out. You want to make a call? Or no, no. I, I, I uh, yeah. Hey, Dad. I, I, before I ask you about uh, how the tire business started, <laughs> is Eon dead or alive? <laughs> 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 but yeah, cutting grass really did fuck me up because I remember in in cutting that farm, I accidentally ran over a patch of rabbits. Oh, and it come on! Me up so bad. You never recover from that. Yeah. I shot a pigeon. I didn't want to, but my you friend mean... gave me had a pellet gun. Oh, but you you he knew you were going to do he it. He pressured me. Shoot yeah. the pigeon, Mark. Yeah. Come on, dude. Yeah. I shot one. <laughs> yeah. And then what happened? Did he high five you? Just broke my heart. Dropped that fucking pigeon. I know, yeah. but what was his sick reaction to it, dude? You know, he's uh, dead. Yeah. You got him. And but it didn't seem dead to me, and I had to shoot it again. What's with kids and doing that shit? I remember fishing with a guy, and he's like, "Just take the fish and scalp it." And he just stuck the knife. Li- and I was like, "I want to throw the fish back. I like fishing. I don't want to eat it. I just like fishing." Mm-hmm. And he just took the knife and stabbed it in the 
fish and threw it away. Yeah. And yeah, but you can't. Uh, with fishing, though, if you hook it too bad, you throw it back in, it's going to be all fucked up. I know. I'm just floating there. You get some fucking abscess. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I was never a hunter. And it just it hurt me. You know, I had to kill a mouse once at a restaurant. That fucking broke my heart. But it had to happen. It had to happen. I've had to kill some mice in my time. Wait, what do you mean you had to? It was stuck on a glue trap at the restaurant I was working on, just sitting there like, gang, 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 gang. then you got to fucking kill it. You oh. can just throw it away. Fucking stuck to a glue, a glue trap still alive. I put it out of its misery. God. And I had glue traps at the apartment in Astoria. And like, I had, you got to fucking kill the thing. It's really fucked up. I, the place that I just got, I inherited this woman that lay, lived there's turtles and koi fish. What? And this koi fish. You bought the house? Oh, yeah, I bought the house. With turtles and koi fish? Yeah. It's got a koi pond mm-hmm. in the back. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the one of the koi got real sick a couple uh, weeks ago. and How long have you been there? A year. How'd you fuck up the fish? I didn't do anything. I, I feed them well. I have someone clean it. Like, I, I'm, I'm good. I'm a good fish owner. Yeah. Um, but this fish, they're old. They're very old. And I don't... This lady was obsessed with rescue animals, so all of them are like half, you know... Rescue handicapped. koi? Yeah. Re- the rescue koi. And yeah. rescue turtles? <laughs> yeah. Huh. For real. I mean, who knows? That's what she told me. But long story short is that the koi fish was uh, really fat, really bloated, and then just laid up. And it was just floating on the top of the pond. So I picked it up and put it in the trash can and then it just started moving. It was still alive. And I was like, oh my God, what do I do? I didn't know what to do. Do I kill it? Do I, it it's she dying. Waited out. So I, a friend told me I put it in a bucket of ice, freeze it. Is that what you did? Yeah. What would you do? I don't know, man. This is the thing. I don't have a dog. I don't have a girlfriend. I'm fear of. Well, I don't, I don't want them to die like that. What just? I don't want to get in a relationship and then watch floating. them like floating like that. <laughs> You've got throwing up guys. No, I got too many other things to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh. all right. So, you, you, what happens when you come out here? You drove with your brother. You packed up your shit. Drove, yeah, uh, yeah. And I worked. But did you have a plan? Mm, I knew. Uh, I wanted to, uh, Second City was just uh, about to start out here, so I was going to take classes there. That was my plan, but always, nothing, it, that's it, I was 19. Nothing, it always fascinates me, because we come out here to be in show business. But we don't know. Fucking, you know, some people do, some people set shit up, but no, that stuff never pans out. Right. You know, it's like, you just come out here and like, now what? And you're in this sprawling, shitty city. Yeah. You're hanging around comedy venues. Yeah. So what's up? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, you don't. And you think back, though, but we we didn't think it was crazy, though. I guess not. But, like, I, I, I took two stabs at it. You know, it took me a while to kind of really come back out here. Like, I got, you know, spit out pretty early, and then I was I went back to New York and started there. Yeah. But by the time I came out here, I wanted to make pretty fucking sure that I had something to do. Huh. You know, be out here with nothing to do is the worst. Yeah. Yeah, when you see all these people with their great lives and you just, well, just but you just see everybody trying. It's yeah. like, you know, if we, and you're all at that level and you know, you're all looking at each other like, is it going to be you? Is it going to be me? And you're like, I know it's not going to be that guy. And then that guy becomes the big star. Yeah. <laughs> Makes no sense. Yeah. So yeah. you did you didn't take classes then? You just I just yeah, I took classes. I was working at Tower Video 
and I was like, that was doing a job, boy. Yeah, yeah, that was a job. And then back on on Sunset when it was on Sunset, yeah, right one? across from the the yeah, records were on one side, and the video right. store was on the other. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved it. It was really fun, and I didn't like. I don't know. I got to meet cool people, and you know, working in a video store that seems pretty cliche when you first move out here. But, but you met but in that area, like you met people. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Yeah, like, you know, Sylvester Stallone. I got Sylvester Stallone American Pie. Yeah? Yeah. One, um, <laughs> I remember uh, probably the best thing that happened to me there was a guy asked for a movie. I can't remember the name of it. But the guy said a couple people in it. One of the names was Sidney Poitier, and that uh, was the only one I recognized. Uh-huh. And I was, like, trying to put it in the computer, and uh, I couldn't spell it. It's tough, man. So then the P O I T I E R. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, we didn't have it after, uh, and so the guy left. And then my boss said, "Why did you just have Sidney Poitier spelling you his own goddamn name?" <laughs> and I was like, "Because oh. <laughs> I thought it'd be funny." <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know, but I didn't. never, you know, all I'd seen was like John Waters and Cal Ripken. I didn't know any what celebrities. But yeah, Tower Video was great, and then I started doing second city and getting like small commercial parts but yeah you got an agent i got an agent i did um i, I did this play out here with jenna fisher oh yeah and, she, i uh, like her i talked to her yeah yeah she's awesome and so uh but uh bob odenkirk's wife was there and she was naomi? the manager yeah naomi odenkirk naomi formerly, odenkirk formerly naomi yomtov whoa I, yeah that's a deep cut I know I go back, man. Wait, how do you say the last name? I think it's Naomi Yomtov, which is good day in Hebrew. Yomtov. Yeah, uh, yeah, she was around New York back in the day. I remember her. Wow. So she was there. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah, she wanted to see She's me do something. She's a manager, and she wanted to see me do something that was like my own. And I was, I, I didn't know who she was, and I said, "Oh, well, me and my best friend Craig are doing a sketch show at Second City." Where it's basically us trying to be like Bob and David. And she's like, oh, that's funny because my husband's Bob Odenkirk. And then <laughs> I was like, well, that's fucking nuts because my writing partner lives with your sister. Because uh, we were, we, m m Craig met this girl, Anna, on Craigslist. And she was like, oh, you guys like Mr. Show? We were watching Mr. Show. Goes, that's my brother in law. And we we're like, whoa. So we secretly got their home number and my friend Craig and I used to get drunk and call Bob Odenkirk and leave like messages like Mr. Show lines. You did? Yeah. <laughs> and I remember telling him that a long time ago and he's like, why would you do that? It's <laughs> <laughs> a very practical question. <laughs> Great question. And I don't know why we do that. I guess just because you could. Yeah. Phone numbers used to be like tweeting yeah. where like, sure. oh, I can say whatever I want. I got their number. Yeah. I got their number. So you were living with Naomi's sister? Uh, Craig my, was? Craig was, yeah. yeah. Craig, what's and, his last name? And Step. Where's that guy? Yeah, he's he's still writing. Yeah. yeah. He's still here. Yeah, we came out at the same time, two thousand year 2000. Didn't Naomi have, like, I'm trying to put this together. Mm -hmm. Didn't she have a, a, a dude that she represented, a sketch guy, heavyset guy that died? Yeah, he's my favorite, Jim Zulovic. Oh, yeah. That's the play that we that Jen and I were doing together. And Jim is the reason why I knew so much about Disco Demolition. And him and Bob were writing a, a movie about the Disco Demolition. Well, that was a history, drunk history episode. It was, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Steve Dolan. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah, that was Jim Zulovic. She was, he was one of her first clients. Funny guy, and if it wasn't for him, I 
I don't think I would still be here. He really helped me. He directed my one-man show, and he just, yeah, and he put me in this play that I got to meet Bob. And Naomi. And, and so Naomi managed you? Mm-hmm. Still? Yeah. yeah, still, yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Well, that's great. I'm very lucky, man. And then, you, but so how does it lead, how does the career unfold? So, you, you know, from her managing you, you know, you work with Bob. Didn't Bob produce something? Bob produced this uh, show called Derek and Simon. I did with uh, Simon Helberg, who's on The Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Um, no. oh, I know that guy. The yeah, guy with yeah. the haircut? <laughs> One of the geeks. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's got a haircut. I, I think, <laughs> yeah, that's a great The Jewish guy. Yes. Yeah, I like Helberg. him. Yeah. Nice guy. Great guy. Great guy. Yeah, so we did a sketch show called Derek and Simon uh-huh. for, for HBO. Yeah. Didn't get picked up. Had Sal... Zach Galifianakis in it, Bill Hader. It was a real. I liked it a lot. That's a big shot. It was a big shot. Yeah, and we didn't make it. Yeah, uh, but it made it to Sundance, and that was like, oh man, we made it to Sundance. Oh yeah, yeah, and that was that was a cool cool journey. I remember a real drunk night with Bob Odenkirk, and you know you're out with a guy that you really look up to, and you're drunk is uh, like a. I don't know. That at that time I was like, This is so cool. I'm with my hero and he's fucked up. Yeah. And we got back to our place in Utah where we were staying and we're we were staying in a house of like six or eight people and we got home, it was maybe like one or two and no one was up. And we're just sitting there like, Where is everybody? And I I look next to Bob and it's a picture of like a wife and her kids and I'm like, Bob, we're in the wrong house. <laughs> <laughs> we're just sitting chilling in these people's houses we have no idea who they are I luckily love, i love wrong house stories yeah wrong house stories are great <laughs> whoopsie daisy you yeah. know who has a lot of, you know where's a lot of wrong house stories from <laughs> levittown in new york really yeah because all the houses look the same so like i've heard like several like wrong house stories because it was that development that, yeah yeah that yeah. post-war development yeah people so, just walk in yeah because they all look the same the houses fuck i mean the sound and a bird inside of a house is petrifying but imagine just somebody walking in just putting their groceries away <laughs> and just has no idea that it's not their house god that's fucking scary yeah. that's a nightmare yeah. yeah. I, fuck, I'm on set. I walk into the wrong trailer sometimes. I'm like, what's happening? Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whose stuff is that? Yeah. Yeah. That's petrifying. So, all right, so you get all these, and then you start acting because you pop up in a lot of stuff? Yeah, I did a sitcom called Married to the Kellys. It was an ABC sitcom. That's yeah. how I got my 2003 Forerunner, and that was kind of, that was that was making a lot of money for no, nothing How many seasons? Funny. One. But it was, it was great, and I'm really glad that it failed because it was the, I was 22 and it made me realize this is going to be real fucking hard. This is going to be really hard. Right. And I'm glad that it happened right two or three years in. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz then when it was over I, I like I, I, when that was airing it was on TGIF on ABC like yeah. friends from high school it's hot chicks like like from high school are calling yeah. you and leave a message it was so funny and then it's over yeah. and nothing yeah and that's when i started drinking but that's when you realize like <laughs> that there's no like this like even when you, you you hit it it can go right go just go away yeah that's no it. guarantees and you might not get another one no ever yeah so that's when you started drinking well yeah that's when i started thinking about wait uh, this is this is going to be a tough 
This life. is going to be tough. Actually, this, okay, this is going to be a tough life. I'm going to make it more difficult. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's true. But uh, it, but it turned out to be your your I know, salvation. That, your it's, salvation. It's that drinking saved my life. How much are you Career. drinking? No, I don't. I'm not like that. You I don't, don't drink. Now? I don't know. I don't drink during the day. I've never. Oh, that's. Well, I've never that's, craved that's, alcohol. That's the best the you got. That, 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 that's well, it. how often do you drink? I wait till the sun goes down and yeah. the night moves. Yeah, there you go. Night uh, moves. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, it took. Yeah, I was. I I wouldn't say like I got. He- I've never been a heavy heavy drinker. That song, huh? The Chuck Berry song that was the one from it was in Pulp Fiction. Say la vie. Is it called Say la vie? I'm a. Yes. Isn't that the one that they would dance to? That 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 Uma oh, Thurman. But, yeah, but that's the actual Chuck Berry one, right? right? right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Seeger covered. That. Oh, yeah, I didn't yeah. know Seeger covered it. Yeah, last song on Greatest Hits. So, yeah. what is the inception of Drunk History? What you know? What is the mythology? How does it How does it unfold? It started as a video bit, right? <laughs> yeah, it started as just. Uh, this could be funny. This was little... it? Was, was the first one with Jen Kirkman? First one was uh, with Michael Sarah and um, the guy narrating Mark Gagliardi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the first one, and then um, it, Jen was the third one. Right, but yeah, the and it was just like, oh, this could be funny, and I think there was something when I. Uh, moved out here. I really don't like when people love to tell you how smart they are. And I remember being, this relates, is like, I remember being at a party and they're like, do you want to play celebrity? And I'm like, God damn, this is the beginning of this fucking life out here. Yeah. Playing party games and yeah. running charade shit. Yeah. I hate it. And yeah. um, so they put in these names at the hats and, you know, you're expecting, you know, like, you know tom cruise tom Selleck, you know actual famous people but they started just all these people i was hanging out with like put in like spencer quinson he invented the yo-yo or just shit that i was like fuck you i i don't like when people just and i also didn't go to college and i was in a lot of slow classes mostly slow classes growing up so i think i have like a chip on your shoulder yeah i don't like smart people yeah (laughs) or i like people that are smart i don't like people that tell me they're smart right and i remember thinking like oh you know it'd be really funny is someone that thinks they're so smart just getting fucked up and like let me find their like mistakes Uh, yeah let's find out yeah how smart they really are let me humanize you yeah 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 sounds like a goddamn poison but I don't know. I just thought, oh, that could be funny once. Yeah. I never thought it would be anything except for that. But then it became, did, but was I can't remember the first few, but it was the device as clear? Was, was, were you doing it exactly like the produced one where you had costumes and there were, you, you know, where you were going back in time? And Yeah, it was, I think like the beginning ones were more what I like strive for. And it's hard when you get a TV show is yeah. that you have a budget, but like I really like it feeling like a student film like trying to do reenactments right like very like yeah. waiting for government like just yeah. like really bad yeah actors just trying their hardest to like take it seriously but and, that evolved into something bigger yeah but it's good it's, how many how i'm, ma- I'm very lucky yeah it's now it's about to be the fifth season and you've done like 50 of them i uh, stories we've done uh, like 177 Mm. yeah so it's yeah it, what they're two a show sometimes it's three yeah oh, three okay. a show yeah and you got you got some nominations for best costume and yeah, weird shit got, yeah we won for costumes and then we uh for an emmy have, 
I won an Emmy for costumes. I didn't. Yeah. I don't do costumes anymore. But uh, my mom, I've taken my mom to the Emmys and lost both times. So, it's, what's your mom do? She's a retired preschool teacher. Oh, that's noble. Yeah, yeah. She's a great lady. But yeah. But you, but she probably still had a good time. Oh, she loved and you, it. And given your relationship with your folks, you're probably happy she was there when you lost. Guess what, Derek? The Property Brothers want to be on your program. Who the fuck are the Property Brothers? Hey, man, we met your mom. Like, <laughs> We would love to be on your show. I guess there are these reality... I know who they are. Oh, okay. Do you have them on? No. I don't know. <laughs> Guys have got the Property Brothers. I don't know. They're no pretty offense. big. They're are pretty they big. Good? Are they? Okay. Yeah, they flip houses. Okay. Or they do that kind of thing. They're yeah, they one. flip houses. Yeah. They should do that. They do do that. I know, but why do I need to put them on the show? Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> like, you run out of people eventually. How much, How much? like, I can't do your show because I don't drink. But you should be in the reenactment. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Did you ask me? I have, yes. I, did, I thought I, I, I remember you did. You were going to be in one. Right, but I thought I had a drink, but you wanted me to do the Never reenactment. Never drink. No, oh. no. How much? I do- want you to know, too, how sensitive I am to all that stuff that, like, I never allow someone to be on the show that like wants to relapse (laughs) or that i can tell has a problem right and i've seen it where people just you know i have therapy in my contract for a reason like watching it's awful it's a great if you're like you have therapy in your contract yeah what do you mean? Like you have the, the, that they have to cover my mental health of like. Don't you get that anyway with Writers Guild? Yeah. But, okay. Yeah. No, it's nice to have it in the contract. Yeah. yeah. I don't have to pay any. Right. Any. Anyway, you need getting the therapy at by uh, your friends because of this poison that's inside of them fucks your head up. Really? Get out of my house. Fuck you. You don't love me. Like that you're happens? just trying to exploit me. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. And that's why I drink with them at the top so they feel like we're doing this together yeah um, you're not like right monkey and ruin i'm not trying right. to make this right. a circus like um but yeah it becomes like a cops episode at the end if it's not taken care of really right but, how many times does that happen <clears throat> uh i don't know not as much now now that i've kind of, i can see when the switch happens yeah the switch of like when a character changes that's when i'm like no we're not doing this but when they mess up a word or they tell me something they just told me like 20 minutes ago, I yeah. know they're drunk. But right. it's, if they do that look at you, I'm like, oh, fuck that. No. <laughs> and I think I'm also good. My Neither one of my parents drink. Never have, never did. And have I you think lost that's friends I, over this? Uh, yeah, for sure. For sure I've lost friends. Well, I would say like- Or you've known people that don't like you anymore. Oh, no, no, no. That's the best part is- it's more that I don't like them anymore. But they, uh, no matter who it is, it's just the proof of the poison. Every single human being that's ever done the show calls me the next day to apologize. Really? That's what alcohol does. Yeah. And then, or if they don't call me, it's an email. Like, I'm so sorry we didn't get it. I would be happy to, like, redo it. Like, oh, is there some that you couldn't use? No, they don't think they did a good job. Oh, right. That's what alcohol does. It makes you feel like shit. It makes you feel bad about it. Embarrassed. No, you did it. So I always start the night going like, no matter what, by the end of the night, you'll never believe that we have the story, but I promise you, I will not leave here until we have the story. Has anyone asked you not to run them? Mm Mm-mm. Oh, that's good. I've been really lucky with that. And also the trust that I get that no one's like, hey, do you mind if I like see that? Yeah. Because, you know, some people say some feisty things when they're drunk yeah you could do a lot of damage with but why would i do that right how, how much throwing up has there been i hate throwing up mark no i know not no, you just, 
no, just I I don't want to show it. I don't. Uh, I remember I watched a good one. Amount. Yeah, it went where, the beginning, where, and it was like that. like where someone you had to let them go get sick, and yeah, I think I was just trying. Yeah, I remember someone's like uh, when I pitch it, they're like it's a little too much like jackass. I was like, what? Yeah, because they're puking. Yeah, but anyway, I don't find puke funny. I do find it funny if someone wants to tell you a story and they're excited about, it and then they puke. And then they still want to tell you the story because uh, I'm not talking to anyone after I puke. I love that. Like, man, that's and that, that's happened a lot? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I still got to tell you the story. Like, I know. Just clean up, man. Just clean that shit off your mouth. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, the throw up, yeah. I don't, I'm not into that. And now I have this stuff that you take before you drink. And it's just like... um, um it hydrates you. It was made for athletes to stay hydrated throughout the game. You take that and then this charcoal pill and um, I've never had a hangover. You've never had a hangover? Uh-uh. Do you make the other people do that? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And we have a medic there <sighs> to do the like the blowing. The um. Oh, when they have to leave, you mean? The, yeah. Yeah. To start it and finish it. And that's a real eye-opener. Really? Well, yeah. There's certain numbers that you're like, oh, once they're there, we can't, we can't film them anymore. And then people you have no idea are like not acting drunk, and then they blow, and you're like, oh my god. <laughs> Some people can hold their alcohol, yeah. and those are the people that unfortunately I can't have on the show that much because it's like it's, it's going to take forever. Yeah, I'm sorry, but like I'm not it might gonna, kill them. Yeah, I mean it's going to kill them, and just some people hold their alcohol really well. So this season's all in the can, right? It's all done? done. Yeah, all finished. Yeah, this was the most we've ever done. It was. It took 63 weeks to make. It was 40, 42 stories. Yeah. I love it, but man, I'm tired. Yeah. I'm tired. I just got back from a trip. I took a trip. I drove to the Grand Canyon. Never been there. Went That's to great. Sedona. Have you ever been there? Sure. I loved it. Yeah, it's not disappointing. Those no. those those those, uh, those national, those... Uh, seven wonders of the world or whatever they are they, they deliver like, yeah i the, know but Grand I've, Canyon delivers i was a dick and still am but i was a dick about it where i was always like oh i can get i understand what a picture looks like i understand what the grand it's probably big you can't even imagine it stunning oh, and i went by myself did you go out on pictures. that indian ramp no i think that's the north yeah so i was on i was just on the south the north one's a quieter one yeah i'm south gonna of, do that next uh, time yeah yeah but you did it you did yeah. the walk yeah, yeah great Man, it is crazy it's beautiful what that stuff like can do to the human mm-hmm. body yeah you got to go see it before trump you know starts Takes drilling all everywhere. of our national forests yeah yeah anyway so sorry it was good talking to you thank you mark i think we covered it who's on yeah. the who's on this season that uh, mark Marin. no next season yeah okay but who's on this one who do we look forward to uh with uh tiffany haddish yeah. is a narrator uh evan rachel wood is in there yeah uh paget brewster uh-huh. she's always great i gotta get tiffany in here i think yeah you do have you ever met her no she's awesome i don't think i have met her i watched her stand-up special yeah she's she's really good she's a really really nice person All on right, fire dude. thank you mark was that okay? Have I said? Have yeah. I forgotten anything? Um, My no. roots? No, we covered the roots. We covered Bob Seger. We didn't cover the roots of the band, but just the, these Baltimore roots. Yeah, yeah. We, there's a lot of questions unanswered. One about real your quick thing. Great grandfather. I'm like, yeah. Who knows who that guy is? I went to the same high school as Divine. I forgot to tell you that. As Divine and Michael Phelps. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I left that. That's out. the full spectrum. Yeah. Do you know John Waters? I met John Waters once, and I told him, because this is a true story, that my mom, when she was a kid, somebody broke into her house and wrote John Waters was here. We grew up in the same neighborhood. And I told him that, and he was like, I used to break into houses when I was a kid, but I was never that stupid to leave my name. <laughs> Please tell your mother I did not break into her house. He is the best. This was the first year of like five that I had to miss John Waters' Christmas, where he two hours on stage talks about Christmas. Yeah, and it is he, there. How many people does that sound exciting? Yeah. to watch. Yeah, but uh, tell me if I'm wrong. But any human being that you can just watch and goes, they love what they do. Yeah, they love who they are, and yeah. they're not arrogant. Yeah, they just love who they are. Yeah, and he's uh, I don't know. He's the best. He's great. Yeah. Yeah, um, what, what, Barry Levinson's also Baltimore. Yeah, yeah, two totally different sides of yeah. the tracks. But yeah, I and also uh, David Simon. That's true, yeah. yeah. He was on Drunk History. I want him to narrate. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Did he drink? He drank, yeah. And I was like, you know, we're just like, this is just like an in-between sketch where we're just like hanging out. He's like, no, I want to get drunk. So <laughs> we drank Don Julio <laughs> and ate Maryland crabs. <laughs> it was great, Yeah. All right, buddy. Thank you, Mark. Congratulations on the uh, success. Thank you, my friend. Okay, that's it. You can go to wtfpod.com slash tour, I believe, uh, to find out my dates. Uh, in, In April, I'm going to London, Dublin, Amsterdam, Stockholm, Oslo. But, uh, but the dates are there. I should probably know. I should probably know the exact dates, right? Just go, WTFpod.com tour. It's the uh, 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 a few parts of the world tour. Primarily a, a vacation, that uh, a working vacation, as they say. Uh, I'll play some guitar. I'll probably, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to play a lick I've probably played before, like all of them. Boomer live!